What it do, what it do, what it do, what it do, man. Happy Sunday, happy Sunday. It's your boy, Young Mac, a.k.a. Kobe Cope, checking in again. This is the Mac Squared Podcast, a.k.a. Mac to Mac, man. What it do, what it do, man. It's, 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 been, a, it's been a few days since I, I, I've checked in with y'all with an episode, so I figured it's Sunday. I'm trying to get back on schedule. I bring y'all another one. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I see a few people tuned in to my last episode. Uh, I shared a story. A funny story to me may not have been a funny story to some uh, about uh, an after school experience with my brother. Really, that's how every afternoon kind of went with my brother. Just maybe not the exact same way, but yeah, that's pretty much how my childhood went with my brother. It was something crazy or something foolish going on every day. Um, this time around, I was going to tell another story. I may say this story for another day. I got I got man I, I got some some tough news this morning uh and it, it it touched my heart and it put another story on my heart you know what I mean and um I like to uh not not so much therapy like give give a therapeutic type type uh type message but I'd love to to express to to everyone you know that I love that man, you know, life is life is precious and we gotta enjoy it. We gotta cherish it when we can. Um just to kind of give a little insight into the situation without giving too much information on anyone specifically or anything like that. Uh one of my close relatives recently just lost their father. And uh it hit home. You know what I'm saying? It really hit home for me. And um yeah, man, I, I, it, it, yeah, I, I'm a little choked up even just saying that, cause you know, as, as many know, I lost my father at a very young age, so every time I, I am uh, hearing of this news when it comes to anyone else, it, it, it kind of gets to me. It brings back up, uh, it brings back up my, my own situation and how my father uh, passed away, and I, I'm, I've been fatherless now, what, uh, 24 years going on, and um. It's it's very tough for a man to be without his father. Every man, every boy should have his father in his life. I think fathers are very key to uh, the family dynamic, period. But I think they're even more key to the boy to man and becoming a man uh, uh, establishment. And I, I think we're losing that dynamic to some degree in a lot of families because there's been a, an attack on... on uh, masculinity and like having men teach boys how to be men and things of that nature uh it's a whole deal that i don't i don't necessarily want to excuse me get into at this exact moment but i think that we have to remember and value how much a father means to a family and what he means to a family you know what i mean so um today i was going to tell another story a story of, of of me and my sister and and how 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 she took me out at a young age as well and how funny of a situation it was to go out with her and the experience of how it was and just just kind of make you laugh and how silly uh how silly my sister was at that age because she was probably 16 and I probably was uh, again like 10 10 or 11 because I'm only four or five I'm like five years younger than my sister so she's like maybe 16 17 I was probably 11 12 at the oldest man I had to be like 11 and um Good times though. I ain't gonna lie, it was a good time I had with her. But I, I won't share that story today. I'll save that story for a later date. Maybe I'll get her on again, and we'll talk business and we'll talk about that story. But I wanted to address, uh, or not so much address, but just talk about the the power of 
of of fathers and what a good father means to a boy and what it could mean to have your father in your life and what it's like not having a father in your life. You know what I mean? Because so many of us grew up without our fathers in the community that I grew up in. So many of us grew up not having our fathers around, not knowing much about our fathers, uh, not not even really dealing with our fathers, even even those that are able to to have their fathers into adulthood, not necessarily in their lives, but just the father be alive, uh, not knowing much about that father or that other side of the family. And it, it really is detrimental because I, I believe that you have to know your whole history and you have to know uh, that other side, especially as a boy, to understand yourself because uh, life is just cycles repeated. And if you don't learn from the past, then you're doomed to repeat it. And that's that's a true statement. And it's been stated many times, many different ways. But it's so true. If we don't know our past, we're doomed to follow in the in the in the process and do the same exact thing. So for a boy, if he doesn't learn from his father's mistakes, he's doomed to be the same man his father was. Even if you think, uh, you know, he's more successful because he made more money or. He's more successful for this, that, or the third. He is uh, uh, a replication of the man that came before him. So I feel as if, though, you have to make sure you keep the father somewhat involved, not even somewhat heavily involved in the child's life, man and woman, because girls will grow up to date that man that wasn't in the house, that wasn't around. And boys would grow up to be that man that wasn't around or wasn't in the house, even if he was or wasn't in the house, because it's just genetically in our, like, it's something genetic-wise. I can't explain it. I'm not a doctor to say it's it, it this or that DNA-wise, but it's something that psychologically draws you to something that you're missing. And it's not for, it's not for, uh, excuse me, it's not for us to... Uh, it's not for us to 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 fully understand everything in life, uh, but but I I just know as a man as a man now you know what I'm saying. Let me just speak on my behalf. I can't speak for everyone. Uh, I can't speak for everyone. You you can't uh, you can't you 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 just can't you can't uh, you can never really. What is the word I'm looking for? You can never really understand yourself till you understand your father. You understand what he went through. You understand what what uh, processes he had to face growing up. Things of that nature that you probably face yourself. You know, I learned this with dealing with my son. A lot of what my son goes through on a day to day basis, I I totally get. I totally understand because I've been through it. You know, I I I chose his mother because his mother reminded me a lot of my own mother, and I was just following the pattern of. What my own father went through, and you know it. It that's not to to say that because I didn't end up with Joseph's mother that she wasn't a good woman or my mother's not a good woman because my father didn't stay with my mother. That's just to say that at that time in my life, I definitely um, was looking for something that I wasn't. I I didn't understand. I guess you could say, and I found it in in uh, Joseph's mother. And I thought I had found what I was looking for when in reality, I had just found what I had, I thought I was looking for, not necessarily knowing what I was looking for because I had no guidance in the situation. And that, like I said, she's a, she's a great mother. I picked the perfect mother for Joseph. Uh, she's very caring, very nurturing to Joseph. 
maybe a little too much. You know, mama's baby is always going to be mama's baby. And sometimes, you know, mama can get in the way of a boy's growth because she's a woman and she doesn't understand what it takes to be a man. She only understands what she believes and what she's looking for in a man to be a man, but not necessarily what it takes to actually be a man. And it took me a long time to understand it. As a man that grew up in a house full of women, I always heard what a man was supposed to be or what a woman was looking for in a man, not what a man was actually supposed to be. And that's what we're losing when we take men out of the the the, the upbringing of boys because women are a lot more emotional than men. And there's nothing wrong with being emotional. That's actually a good thing about being emotional. And you should show and feel your emotions, but you shouldn't let those emotions overwhelm you and consume you. Those emotions should be things that you see, you deal with, uh, you process, and then you're able to make logical decisions based on logical thought, not just your emotional thought. Because if you're making a decision out of an emotional state, it usually hurts you in the long run. It doesn't help in the long run. Whether it, whether you're happy in making a decision or upset in making a decision because you're not thinking logically. You're just thinking emotionally. And our emotions can't control us. We can feel those emotions, but they can't control us. And and a lot of times with a lot of people, a lot of young boys, young men, I can speak to this because I have very, 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 very... No, that's not the word. That's not, that's not the term. Very many. But I have so many... Um, friends and and family members that have done hard time or doing hard time have died uh have have lost their lives have gave up their lives whatever the case you have you want to put it in prison for the rest of their life however you want to put it because they were in emotional states and making emotional decisions that they thought were the best decision at that time but it ne it wasn't necessarily the best decision and not just that it usually put them in a situation where they 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 put a lot of other people in 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 uh in a tough situation or in a bad predicament and predicament and it it's really unfortunate but a, a lot of those times if you go and look it's because they lack uh some type of male leadership now there are times where the dad is there and the boy still turns into whatever because the dad is teaching them whatever and that that I'm not saying that's not possible as well but if a dad is really being a real father. Like he's really teaching the boy to be a better version of himself. Like every man should be doing. You should be teaching your kid to be a gangbanger. You shouldn't be teaching your kid to be a thug. You shouldn't be teaching your kid to sell drugs or that uh, the streets are the only way to be or being hood or being gangster is the only way to be because that's not the way that you yourself wish to be. And if that is the way you wish to be, you should really change your mindset and think about what you're teaching and what you believe in because those things aren't even real things. Like, I'm just going to be real with you. Like, I, you know, what's real is God and what's real is teaching your kid to believe in God and teaching your kid to believe in real values and how to treat women, how to, how to earn, how to earn. Like, teach your kid how to how to go out and fish for himself and not need somebody to teach him how to fish. You know what I'm saying? Teach him how to how to how to treat his wife without becoming a violent man because I saw men that beat women. I grew up in a house where my mother was abused uh viciously, almost murdered in front of us. And I also lived in a house where my mother was with a man that took care of everything, paid the bills, uh, and was a was a loving man. He didn't raise his voice. He he taught, he led, and he he was a God-fearing man. I saw that as well. So and so I know that it's possible. I know that there, there and, and he was probably the most street guy of all of the guys outside of my own father that I could speak to. Uh, when I say street guy, I don't mean like just thug, 
running the street, but just a guy that can handle himself like a man in any situation. He was a street savvy guy that can make money. He could, he could, if he needed to do something legal to 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 take care of business for that moment, he could. But he also knew how to handle himself in a manner in which he was a stand up guy. He wasn't just a he wasn't just a, a a street guy that just wanted to be a street guy. He he just understood the the world and all facets of the all facets of the word. You know what I mean? He was a worldly man. It doesn't mean he was living all over the world to do it. You know, he was a small country boy. My father was a, was a country boy, to be fair. You know, but he was a very worldly man as well, uh, dabbling in a lot of different things. And I think that men, uh, worldly men. Are more needed, and we have to we have to allow those men to be in our uh, children's lives. And you know, ladies, I understand you want to hold on to your babies and you want to protect your kids and things, your sons and things like that. But we can't protect them from everything, and we have to learn to let go so they can learn. And that's a that's a huge thing that I missed out on as a kid. Uh, was was learning because a lot of the women around me wouldn't allow men to teach me. They would jump in and tell them, "Oh no, don't worry about this. He okay. I got it. Whatever." And they never allowed me the opportunity to make myself a better, uh, a better, a better, uh, a better, a better man. You know, it took me a really long time to to grow into becoming a better man that I am now. I lived off my emotions for so long because that's what I saw as. As okay and deemed okay by the women around me. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't think it was wrong for me to, you know, yell, fuss, and cuss when I got upset. They just was like, "Boy, you just whatever. It's okay." And we would move on. But that wasn't that wasn't the way to handle things, and it isn't the way to handle things. And I'm trying to teach my son now that that isn't how you handle life through your emotions. You actually handle life by, you know, having conversations, understanding people, and. And and having a level of understanding that maybe you don't agree with people, but you don't get angry because you don't agree. You just learn to accept that we have differing views and we find ways to work with people that we don't always necessarily get along with. And, you know, that's a big lesson that we lose in this world. And like, it's really, really, it's really, really sad. That's just one lesson, to be fair. That's so many lessons in life that we miss out on when we don't have our fathers in our lives. You know what I'm saying? Whether that father is a rich man or a poor man. A poor man is just as smart as a rich man. He just might not he just might not have had the success of a rich man. We gotta stop thinking that only people we should listen to is some guy with a million bucks or a trillion bucks because a lot of times that guy may have been put in a position that the poor man just never got put into. So he the poor man may have had just as good of ideas and not better ideas, but he just never had the opportunity to to, to put those plans into action. And that's not always on the man. That might just be because everybody's not meant to be a millionaire. You know what I mean? And, and not just that, but everybody's not meant to be in, in that position. And who to say if he was in that position, he would have done whatever the, the other guy did because he didn't have the infrastructure around him to make it come into full fruition. And that's a whole other story. But I do want to say that, you know, I, I I'm not I'm not a perfect dad. I'm not a perfect father by any any means of the of the word. Um I try to be the best father I can be every time I'm I'm with my son. I don't have him all the time. I talk to him as much as I can. I go see him as much as I can. Uh, I, I go to everything he has. I I support everything he does. 
I, I show him nothing but love. I show him nothing but unconditional love. I, that's all I can give him is unconditional love and the knowledge that I have. When he comes and asks me a question, when he comes and talks to me, I don't lie to him. I don't fabricate. I don't give him uh, glorified stories about anything. I tell him exactly what it is. You know, it, age appropriate, that is. I'm not telling my son things that he shouldn't be hearing at his age, but I'm definitely giving him the raw truth of what's going on for the most part because the the, the world we live in, People have hid and lied to children for so long to when children start finding out for themselves what you've been lying to them about, now they like they don't trust you. And now they're learning from others that they shouldn't be learning from. Kids should not be learning from other kids. And like that's an issue and a situation that's been going on in our culture. When I say our culture, I'm speaking on, uh, let me see, how do I put this? Uh, they, that's been going on in our, in our like, our world, I'll say our world, the black community. I can't speak, I, I can only speak for the people in my in, in my community necessarily. I can't speak for everyone. Uh, so let me let me rephrase that. The people in my community for a long time, uh, and the people that I've dealt with for a long time and have been in close quarters to me because you're usually in proximity with people similar to you or in the same exact situation as you. So people in my situation, uh, they all, they, literally they all have been, taught or grew up in the in the household of I can't teach you much so you got to learn from your friends but your friends don't know much they're the same age as you they're learning just like you so how can someone your age that's going through the same thing as you tell you how to figure something out yeah they may have a little more success than you they may be this or that but their story isn't your story and they're not you everybody's individuals we're not the same so just because uh little Ricky is able to Figure it out at at fourteen, and you struggling with something at fourteen doesn't make you dumb. It doesn't make you less than. It's just your process may be different. You know, you may need to do things differently to get to your to your end goal. But that doesn't make you any less of a value or any less of a person than little Ricky because little Ricky just figured it out a little sooner. And you shouldn't feel that way. But a lot of time in our society, we make kids feel that way because uh, Johnny figured out how to. How to how to jump off of uh, the ten foot diving board and you couldn't do it because you were scared because you didn't understand that jumping off that board wasn't gonna hurt when you hit the water. Now you felt to be weak or lesser than because you won't do it and that's not right. It's not cool and we gotta stop doing things like that. Or because you didn't get an A on your test but Bobby got an A on his test because maybe. Bobby had more, he, he put more time into his studying than you did, but because you were doing other things, you didn't do it. But maybe the people that should have held you accountable to make sure you were studying weren't doing that. And that, that held you back from getting to where you need to get to. That's always, it takes a village literally to raise kids. And not every kid or every boy is the same or girl. And I could go into a, a, a whole breakdown of how the lack of having a father in the house uh, it hurts women as well. It hurts girls that grow into women too because when there's no father around, a lot of time girls end up looking for 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 daddy's love from somewhere else, and it don't be the 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 love they necessarily need. But they don't know any better, and if you don't know any better, you can't do but what you know how to do. You know what I mean? So we judge a lot of women for the mistakes they make, which we have to stop doing. We have first off, we have to stop judging people because none of us is God. All of us are are making mistakes. All of us are learning how to do this thing called life every day. 
none of us know the real answers and the real keys to any of this. We all have some idea of how to get to, to a place of success, but none of us actually have the blueprint. And if someone tells you they have the blueprint, they're lying to you. They're just trying to sell you a dream. No one has a true answer. There is no true answer. There is no one answer to anything in life. So to 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 make women feel as if though they're wrong in this situation, it's not on them. You know, we got to stop bashing the women and we got to stop bashing the men. We just need to come together as a community more so than anything because it, it does. It takes a community to raise the kids and like we have to get out of our own way because even though we may feel as if though we're the star in the movie, we're not. We're just a supporting actor. Everybody's a star in their own movie. Everybody's a star in their own movie. You're not the star in someone else's movie. You're the star in your movie, in your life. And we have to stop treating people as if though, just take what I'm saying because I'm the one that's right in the room. Like maybe we have to start having conversations where we listen to others and they listen to us for understanding, not just for and for comprehension, not just for the, the 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 keepsake of hearing what you say so I can reply back to you. We have to stop doing that. We really do. We're hurting each other when we're not actually comprehending what the other person is talking about to, to get, gain some understanding so that we can help each other. Uh, you know, I, I got a little off topic there with my little rant, but back to back to what I was saying. Um, I really do, man. I feel like we need more fathers in the world. You know, uh, it would help the women. I promise you, it would help the women out so much if more men would step up and be fathers. I see so many young brothers, uh, black, white, Latino, whatever. When I go to my nephew's game, when I go to, when I go to, uh, when I go to 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 other sport events, when I go to high school events, middle school, uh, elementary events that don't have fathers involved in their life, and it's 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 truly sad. It's truly truly sad because, man, these these kids are looking for that love. You know what I mean? And if you don't give them that love, you're harboring a level of anger in their heart, and you're you're. You can't come in and buy your kids. That's another thing. I'm going to wrap up on that one. You can't really buy your kids. If you're thinking that because you're buying, uh, you're paying for this. Oh, I bought my kid the new Jordans. Oh, I bought my kid this Fendi belt. Oh, I bought my kid a new car. Oh, my kid ain't hurt for nothing. They got everything they could ever want financially. That's not how you raise a kid. You're just teaching a kid that they can get anything through money. Anything financially wanted, they're going to get. But guess what? When that, when that cuts off, because at some point, you're not going to be able to keep financially supporting that child. What are they going? What, what values and morals do they actually have? Do they know the value of the things they got? Or that mommy or daddy was just going to get them whatever they wanted? So, like, let's make sure that we're teaching our kids the value of things. Because that's what makes a young kid that's early 20s, 19, 18, 17 that sees all of his friends still getting all the financial gains or things from their parents that they want, that makes that kid start stealing. That makes that kid want to go out and go attain things that they shouldn't attain because they think there's no other way to to uh, to get it. And that goes back to people not understanding, our kids rather not understanding the value of things. Uh, I, I've been, I, I told y'all before, I've been really working to fix my family dynamic, uh, the family uh, interaction amongst my, my mother and my sister, my nephew, my niece, my son, myself, uh, everybody involved in my family, 
trying to just make it a stronger unit because I, I, I know now the value of having a strong unit, a village that can teach and reach each other. It's not just for the kids, it's for the adults as well. It really is. It, 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 as much as we teach these kids, they teach us things as well. They have new thought processes that we never even thought of. And we need to listen to them. It's, it's just being honest. But we have to, we, we have to stop beating down uh, each other, parents. I'm talking to parents now. We have to stop beating down each other. We have to start uplifting each other because uh, one without the other, you wouldn't have that kid either way. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have the kid you have without that mother, and she wouldn't have the kid she had without you as a father. So we got to come together and work together for the kids. And we got to stop making it about money. That's like really the biggest thing to me. Like you have to, you have to stop making it about money and make it about the kid. Because to be fair, the kid would be fine with you piss poor under a bridge. I'm not saying that's the way to go live, but I'm just being honest with you. Most kids don't really care about the money. You make it about the money, so they, they, then they take on that persona if it's about the money. But most kids don't care about money. Most kids don't care about money at all. Most most happy kids, you see sometimes being uh, L.A. Gear, Oshkosh, guys, uh, Bugle Boy, you know, cheap stuff. They didn't care. It, it wasn't about the money. You, Some of you parents are now giving your kids these outlandish parties and outlandish gifts and things of that nature. You had your best birthday parties in the backyard with hot dogs, pizza, nachos, and them little dollar juice grenade deals you poke a hole in and drink out of. Your mama paid $40, $50 for the whole party, cake included. She probably baked the cake. So for you to feel as if though you have to buy your kid, you really, you really, you really like losing the point of, of how you're supposed to take care of your kid and teach your kid. I'm just being honest with you. I know we want to give our kids things that we never had, but the, one, the biggest thing we probably never had was information, love, and value time, quality time. A lot of us. If your parents was working in corporate America when you were young, your mama probably worked most of the time while you was in and out of school. Summertime, your mama couldn't take off all summer with you. She had to work, so you was at home alone with your siblings and your friends, figuring it out. So now if you can give your kid valuable time, give them valuable time. Turn off the TV. Maybe don't watch that sporting event. Maybe don't watch that show till later on. Or maybe don't watch it at all. Give that time to your kid. Time is the most precious and the most valuable thing on this earth because you can't get it back. You can get back money. You can get back material things. You can get back anything else in the world. You cannot get back time. So don't waste time on stupid stuff. Straight up, man. Like with, with the news I got about my cousin losing his dad, it just it, it brings it back into to, uh, perspective, man. You can't waste time. You really can't. You really can't waste time because you can't get it back. And once it's gone, it's gone, and nobody's going to feel sorry for you. I'm just going to be honest with you. Nobody feels sorry for anybody. They tell you they feel sorry for you, but they don't feel sorry for you because they got their own battles they're fighting. So, um, yeah, I, I, I hope that this message finds you in a, in, a, in, a, in a good space, and you take it, and, and you run with it, and we, we can build off this. Next week, I'll try to tell the story about me and Erica. Uh, maybe I'll try to get her on on Zoom or something, and we can crack some jokes and talk a little business and, and just have a little family chit-chat. But uh, again, man, thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate all the love and support. I'm going to continue to do my thing. I'm going to continue to push positivity and uh, push a positive word. I'm going to continue to spread love. I hope you do the same. It's your boy, Young Mac, 
aka Kobe Cole, checking in again, telling y'all, fathers are very valuable and we got to treasure them because we need them and we need you. Spread love. I'm out. Peace.